Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and its select theaters. Rated R. Suzanne Morphew was last seen at her home on May 10, 2020. Her husband, Barry Morphew, has been arrested and charged in her murder. However, her body has not been located. Authorities continue to investigate this case as they prepare for Barry's trial. Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? Well, good. I mean, it feels like we were just here. Doesn't it <laughs> We've been live streaming uh, Chad Daybell's uh, change of venue hearing, what feels like for many hours today, because it was. It was, yeah. Yeah, but... We are here with a, another case, so let's yeah. get right into it. This is a case that many of you have asked us to cover mm-hmm. that we did not at the beginning, and we're going to talk about why, yeah. but we are now going to jump in on the Suzanne Morphew case. Yeah. So, Katie, why have we not covered this case before now? Ooh, it didn't feel safe. When right. this case first broke... A lot of true crime podcasters jumped on it and started reporting on it. And the husband, Barry Morphew, and his uh, band of, I don't know what you call them, jerks, uh, (laughs) were harassing and threatening podcasters. And, like, it got ugly. And the thing is, I mean, not only were people putting their personal safety, you know, potentially uh, in jeopardy. You could put your channel in jeopardy. Right. And I don't know about those guys, but we've worked really hard for what we've accomplished thus far. And we don't want to lose that. No, so we stayed out of the Suzanne Morphew fray. We have followed it from afar, uh, you know, because it is a very interesting case. Yes. But we were, we've been a little bit careful because those guys were, uh, they were super, super aggressive yeah. with people online. Now, Barry, of course, has been arrested. He's now bonded out. I mean, he's got, you know, things are um, a little different now when we feel like uh, we feel a lot more comfortable diving in on this case. But yeah, this is one we were a little cautious on for, I think, for very good reason. Mm -hmm. And it is something that we have to consider on current active cases is that people don't always appreciate the coverage of these cases. And sometimes it can actually put you in danger, and we we aren't going to take that risk. No. But now that Barry has actually been charged with her murder, um, you know, we're we're feeling a little bit differently about it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to tell you the basic story today and kind of tell you where the case is at from here, and then follow it through uh, his trial and whatever else legal things may happen from there. Yeah. 
So let's just get into the basics of this case. Suzanne Morphy went missing on May 10th of 2020. She apparently went for a bike ride uh -huh. and did not return. A neighbor is actually who reported her missing. There is a huge search for her. This is in Colorado. This is in Salida, Colorado. Um, and a, a huge search takes off for her. And it's one of those, it was sort of one of those Gabby Petito kinds of moments where yeah. the Colorado Bureau of Investigation and the FBI started searching for her. They launched this massive search um, in Colorado. They actually find her bicycle on the 15th of May. And her husband and family offer a $200,000 reward for information leading to her safe return. Uh -huh. And at the beginning, it is just a, this woman is missing kind of case, right? Yeah. Um, her husband, Barry, puts out a video on social media asking for her safe return and implying she's been kidnapped. And uh -huh. that sort of came directly from him. There wasn't actually any evidence that he was. Yeah, uh, that she was kidnapped. But there's been, you know, even from the very beginning, some attempts to sway the um, opinion, the public opinion, as well as the yeah. opinion of law enforcement about what mm -hmm. happened. Yeah. So then, of course, the police search the Morphe residence. Excuse yeah. me. Um and, you know, they start looking in properties owned by the Morphews. They're not finding anything, nothing other than her bike, uh -huh. which wasn't damaged, didn't appear to have been in an accident or anything. They're finding absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chaffee County does this huge canvas in the area, just trying to figure out, like, did anybody see anything? Does anybody know anything? Yeah, they want everyone's like ring doorbell footage, uh, yeah, you know, surveillance camera footage, everything you've got. We want to see it all. It's just trying to see something. And that's about the time, too, that the information breaks that Barry was not even in town when Suzanne yeah. disappeared. And at some point, he kind of stops looking. Her brother is in town frantically looking. You yeah. know, leading the charge and very kind of cools on the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, and he know. turns on the police and he says that yes. it was the the Chaffee County uh, Sheriff's Office. It was their fault. They've handled mm -hmm. it wrong and really then kind of just stops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's when uh, Suzanne's brother, like you said, Andrew Mormon comes in. Yeah. And he, you know, wants to do this big independent search. Uh, then not long after that, then there's some questions about Barry's alibi uh -huh. at the time of Suzanne's disappearance. Yeah. Um, he had a, Barry had a hotel room where he was and a coworker entered the room and could smell uh, chlorine bleach like really strongly in the room and really wondered what was going on there. Uh -huh. Also, the Daily Mail finds out that Barry has been given guardianship of Suzanne so he can start selling their property. Uh -huh. 
that has her name on it. Yeah. A little questionable there. Th yeah. But th this was only in September. She went missing in May. And already, yeah. you know, there's yeah. questions about what's going on here. Yeah. So, um, you know, they've searched the residence several times. Then in September, uh, they want to search the Morphew residence again, and Barry refuses. Yeah. And that's kind of when things start to really go downhill. Yeah. Um, in October, Suzanne's brother goes on Dr. Phil and says he believes that Barry killed his sister. Yeah. And, of course, that's, you know, very upsetting to everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, just a few days after that, though, their home that they were living in at the time that she went missing is put up for sale. Yeah. So there's a lot. There's a lot that goes on here. Yeah. Um, and a lot very, of mudslinging, a lot of yes, anger trading back and forth, you know, uh, between Barry and the press and Barry and Suzanne's brother and, and other family members. One family member, uh, I don't want to say it. Well, yeah, anonymously, I guess, uh, tells the press that they think that Barry is manipulating uh, the whole situation and that they really, the family really believes that he has done something to Suzanne. It, mm -hmm. it just, it's getting super ugly. Yeah. It, getting worse and worse and worse. So then on May 5th of 2021, so almost exactly a year after her disappearance, mm -hmm. uh, Barry Morphew is arrested and charged with first degree murder. Yeah. Tampering with evidence, tampering with a human body. Um, and in t attempting to influence a public servant. Yeah. And so he goes to court, of course. And this is all, it's all very confusing because if the police have evidence that Barry for sure killed her and for sure um, tampered with her dead body, they are not sharing that, in, in, that information at all. No. There, um, throughout this entire thing, no one has found Suzanne's body. She is still no. missing. And yet he's charged with her murder. Mm -hmm. um, in the arrest affidavit, which is really, really long. Oh, like 130 pages long. Yeah, yeah it's huge. But basically what they're alleging is that beginning in January of 2020, Suzanne starts telling Barry that she does not want to be married anymore. She's mm -hmm. seeking a divorce, that she's unhappy in their marriage, and that she is kind of sneaking around trying to prepare for divorcing him. Uh, mm -hmm. There are implications that he was searching her phone and that she was hiding things from him because she knew because he was searching her stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it has since come out that she was having an affair and had been having an affair for about two years. Mm -hmm. um, it's come out that uh, she felt like his behavior toward her was very controlling. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. So this is kind of where we are now on September 21st, right, is when he bonded out. Mm, I believe so. Yeah. So it was a $500,000 cash only bond. Mm-hmm. You don't see those very often. No. Well, so on September 17th, the judge decides that there's enough evidence to move to trial. Right. Right. And in uh, Colorado, according to Colorado state law, uh, depending on what the judge's findings are, there has to be a bond. And the judge said that uh, basically the judge says he is allowing this to go to court, but he is not convinced that they will get a conviction. And so he, by law, has to allow a bond. Yeah. So he does a $500,000 cash bond and Barry Morphew bonds out on September 21st. And there's video of him flanked on either side by his daughters because he and mm-hmm. Suzanne have two older teenage daughters, I think. I don't remember their exact ages. Yeah, adult daughters, yeah. Adult daughters. Young adult yeah, daughter. young adult daughters that um are obviously very supportive of him and he has bonded out now and they are preparing for a trial that is supposed to start in May of twenty twenty two. And yet here we sit still without Suzanne's body. Yeah. Without actual physical proof that she is dead. Mm-hmm. Now, the police are saying that she's dead, that they absolutely 100% believe that she is. But we don't know why they are so confident about that. Yeah. Whatever it is that they know that makes them that confident to actually charge him is not being shared. Now... Yeah. That's not necessarily super unusual, you know? Yeah. They always hold a lot of things back until trial. But the fact that they don't actually have her body, I don't know. This is, I'm I'm very curious about, th- there's so much pressure from the community to resolve this. Mm-hmm. Is this premature? I think there's been a lot of public pressure and it may be premature. I, I worry about this one. Yeah. And I mean, the, the hearing is eight months away, the, the Mm -hmm. trial. So a lot can happen in that time. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the search for Suzanne has been extensive with Mm -hmm. no, luck in finding her body and I you know that concerns me what if they get to the date of his trial and they still don't have a body mm-hmm. is this really going to go forward mm-hmm. yeah. so there are a lot of questions in this mm-hmm. case and you know there there's a lot of heated um, opinions and anger um, you know people saying that they 100% believe that Barry is guilty. Uh-huh. 
you know, obviously he's innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. This all is alleged at this point, but I'm curious what they're holding back here. Well, from the arrest affidavit, it looks like there is a lot of digital evidence. You know, there this is. is a little reminiscent of the Daybell case in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and some texts going back and forth between the two of them, uh, you know, of her, you know, basically telling him we need to find a way to end this civilly and, it, you know, it's going to happen. And him responding to her that uh, only a fool would let go of an angel like you. And, you know, it's just it's it's very gross. It, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's worrisome. Uh, interestingly, too, the one of the things the prosecutors uncovered was a string of texts between her and her daughter. Uh, the younger daughter who did live with them, uh, encouraging her to leave the marriage. But now that mom's gone and has been gone a while, both of the daughters are playing ball with dad, which I think is interesting. But again, just like in the Daybell matter, I think you can't, these young adults, you cannot judge their, you know, their alliance or their whatever, because how would you react if you were in this position? You know, these girls, their mom is gone, you know, presumably dead, most likely is dead. And, you know, I mean, they, they're under a lot of pressure. So I don't want to throw a bunch of judgment out there on the daughters. I don't think they deserve that. No, not at all. Not at all. I, I, I can't imagine, you know, and of yeah. course, you, you would never want this to be true. And if your mother is gone, then you only have your dad left and mm-hmm. you don't want to lose that parent, too. And, you know, I I get that for sure. Mm-hmm. There's just this. This is a bit of a head scratcher for me. It is. It is. Well, they're saying that they think that Tavari killed her. And prosecutors are because of the affair. Mm-hmm. Um, she sent a proof of life bikini selfie to her lover uh, at 207 on the 9th. It was the and last then, image of her. Mm-hmm, and then not too long after that, Barry uh, returned home, according to their... Uh, camera system and apparently their their belief is that he uh paralyzed her with a tranquilizer dart interesting and dumped her body later that night but dumped her body where because they have seriously looked for this woman everywhere Mm -hmm. like where would he have put her body that they have not looked Mm-hmm. Because seriously, you guys, this has been a Gabby Petito level search. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've come up with nothing but her bike. Mm-hmm. And now authorities have said that they think that the bike was planted. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bike and that she didn't actually even take the bike out or didn't go where yeah. they thought he did or whatever. There's a lot of conjecture. And of course, we don't know if any of those things are true or not. But it does really beg the question, if mm-hmm. he did this, where is that body? Yeah. Yep. So this is most certainly something we're going to follow. We want to follow the trial um, portion mm-hmm. of this. We know a lot of you have been very interested in this case. Many yeah. of you probably know more than we do. And, you know, mm-hmm. this is just a quick overview. We know tons of things have happened. We're not going to get into every single bit of it. We wanted we to follow. <laughs> yeah, we just, we can't. But what we wanted to do was follow the legal proceedings part of this, because this is mm-hmm. very interesting. 
he's being charged with first degree murder without a body. You don't see that very often and you certainly yeah. don't see it prosecuted successfully very often. So yeah. that was the main reason why we wanted to start following this case now is to see how this is handled by the prosecution. Uh-huh. See what's going to happen here. Yeah. Because it's going to be interesting. To say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it is interesting. I mean, that 130 page affidavit is uh, exhaustive. It's it is very interesting. There's lots of uh, dangling bits of uh, evidence that I'm very curious to see how they tie all together. Yeah. And we will in the in the description for this case in our sources, we will list the um, the web address for the um, Mm -hmm. affidavit so you can read it if you want to. Yeah. It is exhaustive and it is also redacted. And so there are things yeah. that don't necessarily make sense because we don't get the whole picture. Yep. Well, and there. as we know, not everything makes the cut. I mean, that's just enough to convince the judge that this it's, has, they have enough evidence to go to trial. That's not everything. They'll no, be, it's not. Much that's more coming. Yeah. Yeah. We know that, that this is the bare minimum. So yeah. there's a lot more to come. It's it. This is just an interesting case. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. And will they find her body in this time frame between now yeah. and the time that he goes to trial? Yep. Or what do they know? Yeah. Or what do that. they know that might uh, result in a plea? We don't know that either. There might be that might come as well. Yeah. So. Yep. So there you go. Uh, case yeah. open. Yes. Case open for us. Yep. So we will continue following this and update in our weekly case updates on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific. That's our live stream on uh, YouTube and Facebook. However, um, if enough information comes forward, we will do another episode as well, because, you know, there's a lot of information. We like to do it that way. So Uh keep your eye out for more information uh, on the Suzanne Morphew case, because it is certainly one that we want to see where this goes. Uh Yeah. Yes. Oh, I think we're going to be glad we did. I I just Mm -hmm. suspect that there's a lot more coming here that's compelling enough that, uh, yeah, we should we should have our nose in this one. Yeah, Yeah, I I think that we should. And it does feel like it's the timing is better for it now. So, yeah, this is our Wednesday case, which means that we do have our case update live stream tonight at 7 p.m. Mountain on YouTube and Facebook. If you can't join us live, that's okay. We always Put it up after the fact as well, but we've got updates in a lot of the cases that we cover. So we've got lots of info to share with you tonight. Mm-hmm. And then we will be back on Thursday night at 8 p.m. Mountain for the Psychic Hour, which is also a live stream. And this will be marching orders. So we're going to be doing a reading for each sun sign for October. Yeah, good stuff. So we have all of that and more coming your way. So. Yeah. Don't forget, we are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Thanks, guys. Take care.